Show, the official podcast for those who love amazing things in small packages with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's lesson is a guest teacher lesson where we bring on an expert to teach you a lesson in their area of expertise. Today's lesson's with Lou Mangello, and he's going to teach you how to turn your passion into a viable business. Lou Mangello left his law practice and moved his family to Florida to pursue his dream of sharing his passion for Disney. He's a Walt Disney World expert, and he's dedicated his professional life to sharing his love for Walt Disney World. I mean, this is a guy with an established career as a lawyer, but had this passion, had this itch for Disney World. I can't think of anybody more perfect to teach you this lesson, how to turn your passion to a viable business. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for a simple payment solution, check out Braintree. With one simple integration, you can offer your customers every way to pay, period. To learn more and to get your first $50,000 in transactions completely fee-free, go to braintreepayments.com slash MBA. That's braintreepayments.com slash MBA. Lumangelo is one of the first people to visit Walt Disney World back in November of 1971. And today, he made it his career to be a Disney author, host, publisher, historian, speaker, and trusted expert. But it wasn't always that way. Lou was actually a lawyer, and he had to make this transition in life where he wanted to really pursue his passion for Walt Disney World. But how do you actually do that? How do you take your passion and make it into a viable business? That's why we brought on Lou Mangello today on The $100 MBA Show. Lou is one of the top Walt Disney experts now, and he actually has one of the most popular podcasts, WDW Radio. It won Best Travel Podcast nine years in a row, from 2006 all the way to 2014. That's incredible. He also has a best-selling book. He has audio guides. The dude knows his Disney, and the dude also knows how to take that passion that he had and turn it into a business. That's why I'm so excited to pass on the mic to Lou so he could share his story and his expertise and turning your passion into a viable business. Take it away, Lou. Hey, this is Lou Mangello, and thank you so much for joining me today, and thank you, Omar, for having me on the $100 MBA show. Today, I'm going to teach you about how to turn your passion into a viable business, so let's get down to business. Twelve years ago, I was an attorney practicing law in New Jersey. Please don't hold that against me. And also had an IT consulting company on the side. So I was always in the service business and had this idea of making something once, making a product and reselling it. And the idea of a book came to be. And I wasn't smart enough to write about the law and couldn't write a book about computers. And all I really knew about and had an interest in was Walt Disney World. I had been going in the family truckster with my parents driving down from New Jersey every year. And the more I went to Disney, the more I became fascinated by this place. So I had this single, simple idea to write a book. And really, I wanted to write the book that I wanted to read. I loved the details and the stories and the minutia. And there was no trivia book about Walt Disney World. So I set out to see 
can I write a book, one, and two, can I get it published? Could it be validated by somebody? So I learned everything I could about the book publishing industry, started writing the book in my basement between 10 o'clock at night and 2 o'clock in the morning every night for months, and I found a publisher and signed a three-book deal, and when I first saw my book, on Amazon.com, and if you remember, Barnes & Noble on the shelf, I thought that was it. I thought that was the end of the game, but I had this little two-page brochure website, and I started to get a lot of emails from people back then because there was no social media, there was no Facebook or Twitter, and a lot of these emails had questions that I was turning into articles, which were blog posts back then. I decided to create a discussion forum, again, because there was no social places to interact with people. And when 29 people signed up that first night in 2004 for my V-Bulletin discussion forum, I couldn't believe it. And very quickly, that 29 turned into 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 50, 60,000 people. And I was like, wow, like, I am not alone. Like, these are my people. And I didn't know it at the time, but we were building a community. Fast forward to 2005, I look up on altavista.com what this new podcast thing is that people are talking about, and I realize that the spoken word is so much more powerful than anything that I could write, although I was wondering who's going to find the show, it could even put it in iTunes back then, and more importantly, who's going to sit there and listen to me talk about Disney World for an hour or so a week? Well, they did, and that number once again began to grow organically. My site continued to grow. I was getting more traffic, and I was actually making a couple of dollars here and there with things like Google AdWords, but everything changed for me one day with one phone call, and my wife hands me the phone, and there's somebody on the other side who says, hey, Lou, I love what you're doing on the show. What do you charge to advertise? And there was that dead silence on the phone because I couldn't believe that somebody was willing to pay me to do what I was already doing. More importantly, I was woefully unprepared for that phone call. Well, fast forward to 2007, I'm still living in New Jersey, but believe in my heart of hearts that I can take this love that I have of Disney and this accidental business that was being built and turn something into it. I end up selling the house I thought I was going to live in forever. I brought money to my closing, which is not the way it's supposed to happen, put everything I had in storage, packed up the Honda Odyssey, drove to Florida to move into a house that I hadn't even seen yet that my parents had rented for me online. My wife didn't have a job lined up yet, and I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but all I knew was that I needed to go all in and take this massive leap of faith in order to see if I could really make this work and have no regrets later on. But if you would have told me 10 years ago when I recorded my first podcast that one day I would be doing what I love each and every day, working harder but having so much more fun And in my terms, being more successful, because success to me is not measured in terms of dollars and cents, but in levels of happiness, I'm incredibly successful. I'm incredibly happy. And yes, my family eats most days during the week. But if you would have told me that 10 years ago, I would have told you that you were crazy. But I told you that story not just to make you understand that I and many other people have taken their passion and turned it into a business, but I want to inspire you to realize that you can do the same thing. But if you ask me to teach you in 10 minutes how to turn a passion into a viable business, I can't. And the reason why, and I know this may fly in the face of what some other people may think or believe, and that's okay, is that I don't believe that there is any one blueprint or formula that you can follow in order to do what you love and make it a full-time career. That's why I never created an online course. I didn't create a video series. I don't have a drip sequence or a sales funnel because to me, 
You can't ask a course a question. There's no blueprint. There's no formula that's going to be particular to your business, your idea, your community, and more importantly, to you yourself. And instead, that's why I believe in the power of the mastermind group and team and collaboration and growing together because the challenges that you are going to encounter are going to be very unique to you. But what I do have and what I do want to offer you is not a formula to follow, but what I consider to be the seven P's, the seven things that you need in order to turn your passion into your profession. And number one, first and foremost, you need to be positive. You need to truly believe in like the most deepest fiber of your soul that you can do and you will do what it is that you set out to do. And that's idea of team and growing and support. If you don't believe in it, you can't expect anybody else to believe in you or your idea as well. And it flows right into number two. And I know this word is thrown around a lot, but I believe you need to be passionate, like especially for things like a, a podcast or if you can go and speak to people because people can hear it. And you've got to believe in it and you've got to love it. Like, I love what I do, man. That's like the thing that keeps me up late at night and gets me up early in the morning and is the fuel that fires the machine is that I truly enjoy what I do. And if you don't, it's going to start to feel like work and it's going to be very hard to sustain. I also think three, you need to be pure. And what I mean by that is you need to be pure, not in a oh, like holy kind of way. You need to be pure in an authentic by the kind of way. You need to be you and not trying to be a character or somebody that you think other people want you to be. And especially in things like the podcasting space, your audience can hear it. They can sense it. They can tell. You can't underestimate the value of authenticity. Again, because your audience, your consumers, your clients, your customers will be able to tell, but more importantly, you need to do it for yourself as well. Number four, you need to be patient. It takes years to become an overnight success. My journey from my first book idea to being able to quit a six-figure job as the chief technology officer of a medical imaging company was a very long, very difficult struggle. And there were a lot of ups and downs along that way. I was fortunate to get that first phone call that started me down the road to being able to create a business out of my idea and out of this hobby at the side. But it takes a long time. And you need to, like many people, lose this sense of entitlement that I think so many people have. Like, hey, man, I've been blogging for six months. Like, where's my money? That's not how it happens. And that leads right into the number five P is that you need to be persistent. Like, this is not easy, man. Like, it takes work and sacrifice and patience and persistence when you do start getting no's or things don't work or it's not happening as fast as you want or you start to hit these obstacles. It goes back to number two. You better be passionate because that's the only way you're going to be able to persist and go through and above and around all of these walls and obstacles that you are going to be hitting along the way. And to that point, that leads me right into number six, which is you need to be prepared. You need to be ready for those opportunities when they come your way. Or in the alternative, you need to be prepared to create those opportunities, to seek them out and make your own because nine times out of 10, they are not going to be given to you. You have to work for them. And number seven, the final P is you need to be progressive. You need to always be thinking about 
What's next? What are you going to do to better yourself? What are you going to be doing to better your business, to grow, to serve your community that you are creating around whatever it may be? Because I think one of the big keys to turning your passion into your business and your profession and something that you can do full time is that you always need to be innovating. You always need to be doing what is new and what is next. And finally, I think you need to ask yourself a question. And the question is simply, what if? And I think you need to stop looking back and saying, what if? Like, oh, I wonder what would have happened if. That's why I took the leap of faith. Because I didn't want five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road for me to look back and go, what if I would have tried it, man? Like, what if, I wonder what would have happened if I tried doing this Disney thing. So when you are met with that challenge or that question or that decision to take a leap of faith, ask yourself, do I want to worry about saying to myself, what if I would have done this or regret if you didn't? Instead of looking back and saying, what if, look forward and start saying, what if? Like, what if I go do this? What if this really works? What if I go and try this thing or make this opportunity or take this leap of faith? What are the possibilities that will happen? But if I had to answer the question of, hey, Lou, how do I turn my passion into my business? I would leave you with only two words. Stay hungry. And I don't just mean that because I like to eat, but I think you need to stay hungry. I think you never need to be satisfied. People ask me, what's my goal in five years? Or what am I trying to do? And I can't answer the question because my goal is always a moving target. My finish line is always moving forward because once you get satisfied, you get complacent. You lose that hunger, you lose that passion, you lose that fire. And I think that you need that more than anything else in order to start and grow and maintain your business. And more importantly, to be happy. And that to me is the key to success. So to recap, don't forget the seven P's. Be positive. Believe in yourself. Be passionate, man. Love what you are doing. Three, pure. Be authentic. Be genuine. Always. Number four, be patient. Five, be persistent. Be prepared. Be progressive. And always, as Walt Disney once said, keep moving forward. Thank you so very much for listening. I am Lou Mangello. If you want to learn more about everything I do on the Disney side of things, visit WDWRadio.com. And to learn more about me and how maybe I can help you through small mastermind groups or one-on-one mentoring, turn your passion into your profession, you can visit LouMangello.com. I'm also at Lou Mangello on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Thank you again so very much for listening. Stay hungry. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by ZipRecruiter. Did you know that summer is a great time to hire the best people? We just hired two employees over the summer. And it's because competitors are on vacation, so there's less competition for quality candidates. But posting jobs in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. Enter ZipRecruiter. You can post to 100-plus job sites with one single click. Watch brand new candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface within 24 hours. Plus, be instantly matched to candidates from over 4 million resumes. ZipRecruiter's been used by over 400,000 businesses, so you know this works. Best of all, ZipRecruiter's customer service is amazing. They'll even help you out with your job description. If you've never put up a job post before, their customer service reps are there to help you to make sure that you get the right candidate. And today, you could try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com MBA. That's ZipRecruiter.com MBA. 
Get started, get some rock stars on your team, and use ZipRecruiter to make it happen. Get started for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash MBA. I thought that was a brilliant lesson by Lou Mangiello. There's a few takeaways I want to highlight. Number one, Lou's talking about taking your passion, something that you were just absolutely in love with, and turning it into a viable business. But if you actually listen to the lesson, you can hear his passion in his voice. If you don't sound like that about the thing that you love, about the thing that you want to build a business around, then you need to reevaluate if that's truly a passion of yours. I mean, the guy's got me so pumped up just listening to the way he talks about what he does. The second takeaway is the guy's a hard worker. I mean, he shared with us his work ethic when he was working on his first book. He worked from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. every night to get his book done. That's called hustle. He's not a dreamer. He's a doer. He saw it and therefore he just implemented. I love that. I love the fact that he added that part in the lesson to let you know that, hey, I rolled up my sleeves to make it happen. And lastly, those seven P's were very helpful and there were great reminders for those of us who have been around for a while. Sometimes if you've been an entrepreneur for some time, you've got to reevaluate what you're doing. Are you really happy with the business that's on your hands? Do you need to shake things up? Do you need to change things? Do you need to shut things down? Do you need to make a pivot? There's no point in doing something over and over again if your heart's not into it. So even if you've been around the block a few times, you've been an entrepreneur for some time now, keep those seven Ps handy. Listen back, take some notes. Those really, really can help you stay the course and adjust your course as you go along. Guys, if you love today's lesson as much as I did, let Lou know on Twitter. Send him a tweet. His handle is Lou Mangello, L-O-U-M-O-N-G-E-L-L-O. Thanks again, Lou, for that awesome lesson. Guys, if you love The Hunter MBA Show, let us know what your favorite takeaway was from your favorite episode in an iTunes rating and review. Not only do you show your support for the show, but we also get to know what you enjoy about the show. We read every single rating and review. And of course, you know that every Friday we give away a free ride to The Hunter MBA training and community to anybody who's left us a rating and review. So if you want to enter that weekly random draw, make sure you drop us a rating and review on iTunes. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. One of the things I really learned from today's lesson from Lou is that if you want something bad enough, there will be a market for it. You can carve out a market for it. There's enough people that are like-minded. When Lou started that forum, he was amazed how many people signed up that first night. And then later on when it grew to 50, 60, 100,000 people. The point is, is that you got to want it bad. You got to stay hungry, like you said. And I said it before, I haven't met a successful entrepreneur that didn't want what he or she's doing so bad. It's almost like an obsession. If you're hungry, if you want it bad enough, you can make it happen. All right, guys, I hope that helps, and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.